the conscious mind, we try to change things from a conscious level, which is mostly how we try to change things. Like if you've ever tried to go on a diet or to change a bad habit, it's hard, it's slow, you backslide. It's really a lot of work. But when we work on a subconscious level, it's the total opposite. It's easy, it's fast, and it's permanent. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host for today, Samantha Riley. And today I've invited Dr. Pamela Moss to the show. She's the author of the number one international bestseller, The Soul Guide to Magical Life. She's host of the Blockbuster Show and creator of the Soul Alignment System of Transformation. She helps coaches and change agents remove their obstacles, raise their consciousness, receive out of the blue windfalls and rise up into leadership. She's shared the stage with people like John Asaraf of The Secret, Tim Kelly of True Purpose Institute. And I've asked her to come today to talk about how we can align our mind with our goal because I'm sure there's many of us that make goals and maybe that we get them and sometimes maybe we don't and we're going to talk about why. So welcome to the show, Dr. Pamela Moss. It's great to have you join me. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. and This is a topic I really adore. So I think the first thing I want to talk about is goals because so often we create goals and they just kind of hit or miss if we get them. And the reason that it's hit or miss is because for a lot of us, we don't have our subconscious mind on board, like our subconscious mind mm. stand our goals. Our goals are too abstract. And on the subconscious mind thinks with emotions and it thinks in images. So if your goal doesn't have emotions and images in it, it's going to go, whoop, the subconscious mind. <laughs> Over head like a 747. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we've all experienced that. You know, I've certainly set goals before. A lot of times I get them. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. And, you know, if that's you and you're listening and there's something that you want or you've been wanting and you're just not getting there, then that's definitely what we're going to dive into today. Absolutely. We're going to actually give you some practical steps to take to move forward so you can really actually start creating change where you've been stuck for a long time. Mm, love it, love it, love it. So where do we start when we create a goal? Mm-hmm. What is the, I guess, the very first thing that we need to do with our goal to really make sure we get it? Because there is a lot of subconscious things happening behind the scenes. So how do we know if that's sort of playing in or, you know, into being a problem when we're setting our goal in the first place? Yeah, I love that. It's a great question. So there's a couple things. One of them is we want to create our goal in a really powerful way. Specifically, we want to make it an I am statement. And the I am statement, whatever follows from that, it's a declaration of being like I am. It can also be things you want to have or achieve or things like that. But it's it's an I am statement. And it has it, ideally it has language which is very resonant for you. Like just when you say it, you're like, mm, that feels good. <laughs> Feel and it all other, through our body. Exactly, exactly. So getting that kind of clarity just about the language of the goal really helps a lot. Because a lot of times people create a goal and they don't even put the, the I in there. It's like, you know, $40,000 by February, like mm-hmm. just in general, floating around the universe or coming yep, to yep. you, whatever, you know. So we want to, well, that's why we want to say I am creating or inviting or calling in or whatever you want to call it. So that's one part of it. Another part of it is there's different levels of permission you need from your subconscious mind to move forward. 
And one of the places that we need deep clarity about is translating the goal for the subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind understands what you want and can help you manifest it because that's kind of its job. You give it your marching orders of things you want to create and it finds them, it projects them and it creates them around you. It leads you to them. So basically there's an exercise we do to help give the subconscious mind that deep clarity. And I'm wondering, Samantha, if you're willing to be kind of a guinea pig and, and use oh. a golden... <laughs> I'm really putting you on the spot, so you can say no, but it'll, it'll, it'll be helpful if we can actually live real time, work with a goal and do the deep work and people who are listening can follow along. So if you have a goal, if you're listening, I strongly encourage you to write it down, just the good enough version of it. I am earning, I am experiencing, I'm so happy and grateful that I now, blah, 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 whatever it is, just whatever your goal is. And then we're going to do some work with the goal, which Samantha will be doing if she's willing to. I'm really putting her on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> Super on the spot because I wasn't expecting this. I know. it was. Look, why not? If it's helpful to my audience, then I am willing to dive deep in. We'll jump in with all feet. Before we do, though, there is one question I want to ask. Yes. You mentioned with the goal, you know, with the I am statement, we want to feel that within our whole body. What about the times where we may set a goal and it just doesn't feel true right from the beginning? Yes. And I guess the next part of that is what if we don't even realize that we have a belief that we can't make it possible? Mm. Gotcha. Great question again. What I would say about that is if you believe from the start, it's not really possible. That's literally part of you is saying like, no, no way are you doing that. So when that happens, when we, when we don't believe in the goal from the beginning, either you have to pick a different goal or you have to work with the subconscious part of you that is saying like, no way do you deserve that. No way can you have that. Mm. And I bring that up because there's a lot of people that I speak to and they just say, I really want to have like, you know, and it's normally around an income goal. I want to have a bring in half a million dollars this year. I want a seven figure business. And then mm. when you sort of dive deep, it's like, well, mm. I don't actually believe that I can do that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that happens because sometimes it's a goal we don't believe in because we just don't believe it's possible for us. Like, you know, might be nice for you, but not me. Other times it's just something that seems to violate deep agreements we have with ourselves or with our families or other people. Like it's not safe to do that. It's not safe to mm. have a you know, beyond what people around you are earning or, you know, the, how much they're showing up in the world, whatever. So there's, there's a lot of different pieces of work that might be needed to make it so you're totally aligned with your goal. But today we're just going to talk about the top three, which is really the, the clarity secret, the permission secret, and the alignment secret. Mm. So the clarity secret is the first thing where you actually get the subconscious mind on board by doing a process of what will it look like? What will it sound like? What will it feel like emotionally and in my body, et cetera? Mm. So, so Samantha, I'm going to come back to you and see if you want to play. And if, it, and if like I said, this is, this is totally putting you on the spot. So if you don't, yeah. care, if you want, no problem. No, let's do it. That's fine. Okay. Let's do it. Awesome. So what's the goal that you're working with? I want to live in Italy for mm. just a short amount of time, but I'd love to live in Italy for six months. Fantastic. So would it be something like I am living in Italy? Is that it? Or Yeah, totally. I am living in Italy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So everybody, you have your goal hopefully written down and now you're going to follow along with the things that I'm asking Samantha to do and do them for yourself, for your goal. And you'll get a lot of value if you do this with me. So Samantha, we're going to begin by exploring 
what will you see when this goal is really true when you are living in Italy and you're already there in your imagination? So by see, I mean literally see. Like it might be seeing yourself doing something. It might be something mm-hmm. you see other people doing. It could be things you see around you in your environment when it's true that you are living in Italy. Mm-hmm. Or it could be something symbolic that you see when you're in Italy, living in Italy, mm-hmm. which you know, like a big rainbow or something. So I'd like you to come up with three images of what does it look like when it's really true that you are living in Italy and you want to just capture different aspects of it with these three images. Yeah. So the first one would be sitting outside, having dinner in the piazza. Mm-hmm. That would definitely be one because... Awesome. And you can see the, the lights around the piazza. All the lights, the people, everyone having their dinner. Yeah. I see my husband sitting across the table from me mm-hmm. in the piazza. Great. And I see I see the waiter who's coming to take our food order. Okay. And you can see each of these things vividly. You don't have to describe them all for us, but they're they're clear. Yeah, yeah. Where you awesome. Good. Yeah. So check in with yourself and see if you have the visual clarity about this goal being true. The visual 100%. clarity. Awesome. So now we're going to go on to the next thing, which is what you will hear when this goal is true. And by hear, mm-hmm. I mean live here. Like there might be something you tell yourself like wow, that was so much easier than I thought. Or it might be something you say to somebody or somebody says to you, could be sounds around you, the piazza, the doves cooing and the waiters bustling or, you know, whatever. Or it could be something more symbolic that you hear, like an angel going, hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Always inviting Archangel Michael in to do that. You will hear this goal absolutely is true. So what does that sound like? Well, number one is definitely the sound of people speaking Italian around me because I love mm. that language. It's for it's it's almost sounds like music to me when I listen to Italian. So and you know, I love that sound. So that would definitely be number one. Beautiful. Number two would be Vespers. That's what I remember from Italy is like the Vespers going through through the city. Mm. And number three, oh, my goodness. There's some other aspect you haven't yet captured that this has to do with the sound of living in Italy. Oh, my goodness. Actually, it would probably, it would be me just saying, wow, I'm so grateful that we're here. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. Just check in and see if the auditory part of the clarity for this goal is now complete. Yeah. Awesome. So when this is true, when you're seeing these things and hearing these things, what's the emotion that's present? What what emotion is that that you feel when you really are living in Italy in this experience? Mm, there's a lot of joy mm. and a peace. Like there's a peace, mm. not a like a full Zen, but it's like this peace as I'm listening. It's like, you know, to the sounds of, wow, this is peaceful to hear all and super joyful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So I would want to invite you right now and everybody listening to just allow that emotion, emotions to rise up inside you. Like, you know what it feels like to feel joyful and to feel peace. So just let that come up and be fully present and let me know and you can really feel it. Yeah, totally. I could feel it even as I was talking to you. I know it's so, it's so vibrant and alive for you. It's wonderful. Yeah, so because you're feeling it within you. So notice if this emotion or emotions had a location in your body, where would it be located? Mm. 
for me, it's in my chest, like at the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. In fact, I can feel the resonance. I'm really feeling this. <laughs> oh, I want to go to me too. <laughs> Good. So you're feeling that resonance for your case in your heart. And just pay attention to it. If it had a temperature, it would be warm or cool or neutral temperature. It'd be neutral. Okay. Just is the, just that, that feeling yeah. within you. If it had a color or colors, what color or colors would it be? It would be pink. I don't know why I said that. Like, I, I have no that idea is. why. Well, that's perfect. When you don't know why, you're letting your subconscious mind supply the answers. So well done, you. <laughs> <laughs> now, just a few more questions about this this energy of this pink energy in your heart of, of being in Italy, the joy of that, the peace of that. And just check in and see if, if it had a shape, what shape would it be? And would it be a two-dimensional shape, like a drawing of a heart? Or would it be a three-dimensional hmm. shape, like a egg shape or a pyramid like what would the yeah, shape no, be? it feels like it's like a a circle but not like a, a specific like a, a perfect circle it's just like a circular mm -hmm. shape and it's mm -hmm. two-dimensional okay very good and then if you could reach out your hand and you could touch this sort of two-dimensional shape that's that's in there in your heart if you could reach out your hand and touch it what would it feel like to your fingers um it would feel soft mm-hmm Soft like something in particular, like bunnies. Yeah, or no, cotton. it's not not soft like a like like a bunny, but soft more like a not a jelly, but like like that kind of soft. Mm -hmm. A little bit jellyish, but not quite. Mm. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, and then two more questions. If you could put everything, this emotion, this beautiful emotion of joy and peace that you feel within you and your heart right now, if it had a smell, what would the smell of that joy and peace be? Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea where this is coming from. It would it would smell like a campfire. I don't know Beautiful. why. <laughs> when you don't know why, like I said, this is you allowing your subconscious mind to meet you and say, it smells like this. That's a matter. You didn't know that, but it smells like a campfire. Yeah. So that's really great because you're allowing your subconscious mind to get on board and say, I, I know what you want. I feel it. I smell it. It's in your body. Yes. So just one last question for these six senses to clarity. And this question is, if, if you could put everything that you see in the piazza, et cetera, that you hear the emotions of joy and peace within you and the sensations within you and all the location and the colors and all of that, if you could put all of that into your mouth and you could taste it, what would it taste like? It would taste like prosciutto. Ah, beautiful. So just check in and see if the six senses to clarity for your goal being true is complete. Yeah. It feels like it feels very solid. Yeah. And yeah. How do you feel now? Like what's the shift? You felt that you've just created a shift for yourself, right? You can feel there's totally. something. I can actually yeah, feel it in my whole body. Like my whole body is tingling. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. That's your subconscious mind going, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. Yes. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I'm going to teach you how to save it and celebrate it and see what the inspired action is. This is how you don't have to do it again. It's just locked into your system. Like it shall be. So mm -hmm. here's how we can put your right hand. I mean, your le left hand on top of your right hand mm -hmm. and you touch your tips together and you lower the hands down to the belly, a little bit below your belly button. Put up exactly nice and tall. And you're just going to close down your eyes and people listening, you're doing the same thing. And you're just going to close down your eyes and think about the best part or the best parts of doing this process for about 10 seconds. So go ahead and begin and I'll tell you when to stop.
Okay, beautiful. So take a nice next breath in, like a full deep breath in and just hold it for a moment. Just notice whatever you notice with your breath held. And then when you release the breath, let go of everything. Ah, you may want to stretch or yawn or just whatever your body wants to do, crack things. <laughs> and when you're ready, you can tell me what you were thinking about when you were saving it. What occurred is the best part of the best parts. It was actually, so this is really odd that what hmm. came up, I'm not auditory. I'm not very auditory. I'm very visual. But what came up when I was feeling it was actually the sounds. It was actually the sounds that I felt like I was there. So mm. I felt like I was there because I could actually hear it, which was yeah. interesting for me. Uh-huh. That's wonderful. And I love how you projected yourself so powerfully into this vision. It's like you got, got activated new senses that you didn't even know you had about it. That's great. Yeah. Beautiful. So then how do you want to celebrate this shift? And this is for everybody listening to it. And the reason you want to celebrate, because most of us, we aren't very good at celebrating. We don't do much celebrating. But celebrating is really important because it tells yourself on a deep level, I just did some work and I created mm -hmm. a shift and, and it primes your subconscious mind to do more. It's like, this is fun. This feels great. So what's the appropriate way to celebrate for you, Samantha, to celebrate this shift you've just created? And it can be something nice you do for yourself now or later, or maybe a, a hug or a happy dance, like just whatever seems like the appropriate way to celebrate this shift you just created. I think to go for a walk. Mm, Take some time away from work and go, go out in the sun and go for a walk. Awesome. Great. And then the last thing I'm going to ask you for, and this is where you really bring the inner shift out into your life, is what is the aligned action or what could you do now to show your conscious mind things are different? I'm ready to move forward. So what would be the aligned or inspired action you could take to show your conscious mind, wow, I've really made a shift and now I can move forward my dream of going to Italy. Mm. So what would be the action or inspired action? Inspired action would definitely be to actually get back into learning the language. So maybe just download an app like Duolingo or something. Just thinking of Duolingo. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you're downloading Duolingo and you're like, I'm practicing because I'm going to Italy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Better get that Italian better than it is now. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, great. So how did that whole process feel for you? Like, you know, you, yeah, you're, you're great. You're yeah. And it actually it feels really easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the subconscious mind. The conscious mind, we try to change things from a conscious level, just mostly how we try to change things. Like if you've ever tried to go on a diet or to change a bad habit, it's hard, it's slow, you backslide. It's really a lot of work. But when we work on a subconscious level, it's the total opposite. It's easy. It's fast. And it's permanent. Mm. So that's the beautiful thing about working on the subconscious level. It's so much easier to create shifts and to change stuck patterns and mm. to move beyond you've known yourself to be. Yeah. What about setting goals? And I, I want to sort of tap into go back to tapping into this income goal because that's yes. what a lot of people For sure. listening to this podcast, they want to grow their business. Yeah. You know, if, if someone sets an income goal, which really isn't aligned and they go through that process, what are some of the things that may come up that helps them to make something that a goal that's more aligned? Let me give you an example. Maybe they're, they're setting an income goal, but not realizing that what might be coming up for them is I don't actually want to work that hard. And they're putting the story of the income and the work sort of together where it may not necessarily be? Yeah, wonderful question. So there's, whenever we're doing this kind of deep work, when, when we, we create a goal which we think we should want 
or that we or that we would it sounds like a nice idea but not in my reality yeah yeah if that's too far out of your comfort zone fundamentally so what you can do in that situation is you can do some work with inner protectors the inner protectors that are what creates your comfort zone by saying you can only exist in this size of, of a space it's not safe for you to go out beyond that and if you're making this big stretch income goal, it definitely requires going beyond that. So it's almost certainly for most people going to require some work with your own inner protectors to allow yourself to go forward. And inner protectors are sometimes we're familiar with an inner critic or something like that. That's one kind of inner protector. There can be all kinds of inner protectors. It doesn't really matter what you know exactly what they are, but you have to work with them to let yourself have permission to move ahead with a goal like that. Because if you don't, it, you're just, you can tell right from the beginning, there's no life and air in it. You don't believe it's yeah, possible. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're already yeah. questioning it before you even go through that process. Yeah, absolutely. And it is it is very possible to change that when you have a, a conversation, a dialogue with the part of you that's holding you back in that area and you get new conditions, like you work with it to create what the conditions to make it safe to move forward would be. And if you do that, you often can then achieve the big goal or go for the big goal, so long as that part's not holding you back. But if you, as long as you're just like throwing it over the over the fence, and you know, I'm going to go after that someday, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is all about. Obviously, it's about alignment, making sure that we're yes. aligned with the goal. Yeah, and alignment's really moving all kinds of all the resistance to being aligned. That that's what mm. alignment really is. Pull away all the pieces that are stopping us from being aligned until we're just left aligned. Mm. Is there a process where we can make sure that our goals are aligned in the first place? Hmm. Aligned you like like with our our higher self or something? Like what do you mean exactly? Yeah. Okay. So if we're going back to that exact same the income goal or yeah. And, and I was mentioning a lot of people say to me, but, you know, what I really realize is that, you know, maybe I don't want to work that hard. Yes. yes. How can people dig deep into finding what the mm -hmm. real, I guess that's what the question oh, I is, see. I where see. they find the real goal? I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. So often it's hard for us to really identify the real goal, which is in our heart a lot of times, the goal that mm -hmm. really feels that's really a balanced goal appropriate goal, something that feels safe, appropriate, and our highest and best good. And that's that's kind of the question I would ask people to test. It's just, you can see, is the goal that I have safe for me, appropriate for me, and my highest and best good? If it's not safe, you need to work with inner protectors. If it's appropriate, though, that's more asking your higher self, is this an appropriate goal for me? And the highest and best good is like all levels and layers of you agree this is the, this is a good goal for me. And this is something nobody else can tell you what's a good goal mm. for you. Like it's to tap into your own inner knowing for what's a good goal for you. And so many times it's confusing because we're influenced by influencers and people who uh -huh. are out there, oh, a million dollars or, you know, seven or eight figures or whatever. And um, that's not the right goal for a lot of people. Like, like that's that, that, I mean, some, some people, are, you know, their, their goal is really to be more like Mother Teresa and just generously give to everybody and receive all they need just from life itself. Other people, their goals is a money goal, but it's, it's like, what's the right goal for you? And it can sometimes be in stages, like maybe you, what feels right for you right now would be 70,000. And then, in, you know, in, in a year you could go for 150 or like whatever, but it's, it's really just paying attention to what feels like appropriate really for you. Like not somebody else's goal, but your goal, what your heart wants, mm. wants. 
Yeah. And you're not always the best guide to that because the mind gets influenced by what everybody else is doing. Mm, like it's very easy to get caught up in that. Yeah. Do you have any practices for people to really tap into that or is it just a matter of sitting with it? Well, that's a great question. I think that like a lot of it is learning how to tap into your own inner yes and no, which you catch up. I have a get that will help people do that. But you, tapping into your own inner yes and no, like really knowing what is your truth is actually something that sadly a lot of people are not very connected to, but you can be. And, and the way you can be, get really connected to your own inner yes and no is by using a method of feedback, such as muscle test, self-muscle testing, mm-hmm. or using um, something that that gives you feedback about are we are we connected to your inner yes or no? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know what I'm talking about, and probably people in your audience do too. So what I would do is I would take that goal and I would muscle test if this is the best language for that goal, mm. or use a pendulum. Best language. I love that. I love that yeah. so much. We've talked about muscle testing on the uh, podcast before. I muscle mm-hmm. test so much in my day. It's ridiculous yeah. because I just find it's the, yeah. the quickest and easiest way, isn't it? And it really, we don't, I don't know if you realize this, but it very much hones your intuition to do that. Like you get to the point, you don't even have to muscle test. You just know mm-hmm. because you've practiced, you know, teching into that. Yes. That's so funny that you say that. I muscle test this. When we go out for dinner, I always muscle test what I'm going to order. And mm-hmm. I, I do that because I always, I'm a foodie. So I look at the menu and go, oh, that all looks really good. They all so, <laughs> so I'll muscle test. But what's really interesting now that you say that, and I hadn't even picked up on it, is nine times out of 10, I already know what it is, even yeah. though I'm muscle testing. Exactly. And I think people in general already know, they just often are too uncomfortable to admit yeah. that they, they know, like, that's not what I want to hear <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Like Learning how to tap into your deep knowing is like a really fundamental skill I think people need, especially in these times, as there's more and more chaos and confusion. You've really got to stay in your lane and know what's for you and what's true for you and just radiate that. I could not agree more. And I think that at this time, more than I've ever seen in my lifetime, people are really searching for that thing that lights them up like Mm -hmm. people have always been like that but i'm finding right now more than ever and i think that this is so such an important conversation to have so that people can the people that are listening can really think you know what that is really what i want to do and yeah start to get rid of the noise that's taking them off course yeah. Yeah. I feel very strongly that more and more of us are being activated and called to follow what I would call our soul purpose, mm-hmm. that path of following a calling that tugs at you. Like this is the direction for you. This is the difference only you can make. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's many, many, many of us that are being awoken and, and activated in this way. And I believe that it's all in service fundamentally of creating the profound shift in consciousness that humanity needs right now. And that we are together, each doing our own pieces to bring about the more beautiful world that our hearts know is possible, despite all evidence from the news and whatever stuff is out there. Yeah. So that's really why we come together is to is to activate that that connection, that web of light that we're all part of, and to step into what we're. Yeah, doing. and I think what is interesting about what you just said is that we're being called to be in our gift. Yes. And that is what is going to change the world. 
Exactly. It's not just us, but the thing that comes through us. Exactly. mm, Love that so much. Now, you just mentioned a little while ago about your free gift. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that is and, and who it's for? Exactly. I'd love to. So basically what it is, is it's a soul alignment assessment and it's for successful entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, transformational leaders, people who know they're here to make a difference in their, wherever they are on their path. So what this assessment does is if you want to make a bigger impact with your work, or you want to make more money, or you want to have something change, you have a goal that's bigger than, than uh, the life you're living now, and you feel like something is in your way or holding you back, this assessment will allow you to see exactly what inner work you need to align for your goal, to transform everything that's in the way so that you're operating at your highest level in flow, making the income and the difference that you are here for. So that is what this soul alignment assessment can help you do is to see exactly what you need to do to be fully aligned with your goal. Love it. And where can people go to get a copy of or to do the Uh assessment? Yeah, the assessment, I put the link in the chat here so you can hopefully give that to them because I don't know how to get it to you otherwise. (laughs) That's okay. What we'll do is we'll put the link over in the show notes at influencedbydesignpodcast.com. And then wherever you're listening on whatever app you're listening in, you can just go to that link or scroll into the show notes wherever you're listening and click a link to, to do that soul alignment assessment. I love this so much. It's a topic that I think as business owners, as entrepreneurs, that will can literally change what we're doing in our business. Yeah. With what we've talked about, what is the one thing that you would like to leave our listeners with from this conversation today? Yeah. I'd love to leave people with the knowing that really you are so much more powerful and creative and able than you might think. And so many times we hold ourselves back for fear of what other people will think, imposter syndrome or whatever else. And the more you are willing to bravely, and it takes courage, (laughs) the more you are willing to bravely just keep stepping forward, following your calling, showing up, the more wealth, abundance, joy, happiness can come to you and more challenges, but they'll help you grow too. (laughs) It's all good. So I just invite you to to really trust that you do know and to take your next step forward, whatever that is, just put the next step forward. And from this place of being aligned with the truth of who you are and all that you are here to bring and be and do and to help uplift humanities. Thank you for being part of that. I love that so much. Dr. Pamela Moss, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. My pleasure too. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Thank you.